Hello, everyone. I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another edition of Rural Routes, the program where we gather every day at this time. Well, we do it Monday through Friday anyway. And what we do when we gather is continue to address the issues between rural and urban America. Coming to us from across the pond every Tuesday, Andrew Henderson. And that uh, I I wonder if he's under house arrest in Puerto Rico. Jay Truitt. Yeah. Are you <laughs> I can't show you my ankle because then you'd see those red flashing lights. The tank, the tank. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> oh, this has been a good run every Tuesday, Jay. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it has. Yeah. Great run. Let's help you out. really gets legs now. Wait a minute. I thought we were helping you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are, right? Okay. Jade, I don't know whether you know this, but on Friday, you know how things got really bad um, with people getting chucked off Twitter and Facebook and all that sort of stuff last week? Right. Well, um, we actually got a notice saying that we'd been chucked off. um, And then then they allowed us back on again, which was quite interesting, wasn't it? So did they, uh, did, did your notice blame Trent like mine did? No. <laughs> yeah, mine basically said, uh, we've noticed that you're friends with Trent Luce. Uh, yeah, their part, that alone, is reason to be banned. It, it, it did not say that. No, it didn't. It did not. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it should have, but it didn't. Knowing <laughs> Trent, knowing Trent, that would have been a hey, I did. I did get uh, a few emails over the weekend that had a disclaimer with them. We... We want to make sure you recognize this person because this is an address they don't normally send from. I tried wow. to screenshot it and I couldn't. I tried to download it. I tried to screenshot it. I nothing. I couldn't do it. But I had never gotten that before. Huh. I've never seen any. Well, maybe I got it and I just didn't notice it right. Or yeah. Because a lot right. of people put that disclaimer language. You know, on. that's a great point, Jay. How many things are happening now that we notice every little thing like, oh, there's part of a plan. When before we're like, ah, whatever, boom, <laughs> click and move on. <laughs> well, and I, you know, it's one of the things that uh, I talk to people about the, the companies that I've worked with in the past and the groups that I've worked with in the past about um, uh, how, to, how you actually interact with government. Um, almost uh, about 80% of that is actually literally becomes just a lesson. And how are you, how do you make yourself aware of what's really going on and what are the real simple things to do that, right? And it's easy when, let's say, your whole focus is, uh, uh, say you want to get a feed ingredient approved or you want to just do your own label for your own feed products, right, Um, in the United States. Well, it's not 100 places that you need to check, and it's not even like 10 websites. It's three, you know, probably, or less maybe. Um, And... Once you, once people kind of learn how to do that, and I've talked about this before, I do think that we're, I mean, kind of regardless of what happens over the next next uh, week, 10 days, whatever, and as all of this transition uh, tries to get itself through the works, um, uh, I, I've talked about it before. I think people have to just take ownership of their interaction with the government and you're going to have to, people are just going to have to start looking for the places where you can find information that's undeniably accurate. Uh, and don't, I, I love my dad to death, right? I mean, I, I truly do. And I, I, he's been a great mentor to me in life. I was raised by a great, great guy. 
Um, but I got to say, his paraphrase uh, analysis of uh, a 200-page rule probably is not all the information I need to make good, accurate decisions <laughs> about a business deal. And uh, uh, again, because it's usually going to be, oh, it's all right, you'll like it, or that's crap, don't believe it. And so, you know, it's just almost never that simple. Uh, I mean, and government's going to get a lot more complicated here for, the, you know, for a while. We, we're going to go through whatever kind of transition and change takes place. And so it's going to get more complicated. People need to look for those places where you can, uh, you know, figure it out for yourself. Uh, I, I think that I think that you're right. I think that somehow it's funny. This conversation is, is going in the right direction for me here because there's there is an issue around free speech is very important. I think all three of us would agree with that. Right. But how do you make sure that um, that you don't end up with people um, preying on people's honesty by giving them absolute damn right lies all the time? And how do you discern that? What do you do about it when once you realise it is completely misleading? What's your thoughts on that, Trent? What? How, how do you think we could do that with media? Is it possible? I'm actually shocked, to be honest at the number of times in the last, not just a couple of weeks, months, years, I have seen reputable media outlets convey what I know to be an outright lie. I, I, I don't understand how you can get away with that. Well, here we are. Here we are. And more importantly, how do you, as the consumer of that, just soak it all in without doing your own cross-referencing? Yeah. Great point. That's a great point. Because, Jay, did you – you know, we, we were on last Tuesday – and um, we were talking about what happened on the 6th, right? Mm -hmm. Now, since then, because um, for some unknown reason, over the weekend, all of a sudden, Twitter, anything went again, anything goes, there are three 30-second three clips on that I've seen that, quite frankly, are amazing from this point of view. One of them is, you know, the big guy with the horns walking. Yeah, I, I call him Buffalo Hump. Yeah. yeah, walking into the Senate on his own, there's a guy sat down with a computer, and he goes, hi, man, and there's one guard, and he goes, hi, man, he said, how are you? He said, hey, you got blood on your face. He said, yeah, it's okay. He said, I got hit by one of those plastic bullets. This is actually a perfect, the most, it's like a movie catch. It's not it, even it, great. It was almost like that capital security guy, whatever he was, was escorting him into that, and then he <laughs> said, right? this is and the most sacred part. There's another part. guy sat on and, the speaker's chair. And then the next thing you see is this woman, I can't remember her name, Haley, whatever it is, CNN reporter. She's getting yes. caught going, hey, look what we did. We did it. Can I have a hug? We've yes. actually caused this. Oh, this is great. You haven't got your camera right. on. You haven't, you haven't recorded this, have you? So you got that. And I'm thinking, right, the leader of the biggest country in the free world has been impeached by his own parliament. And that's what he's been. He's been impeached for something that these people have nothing to do with him, have put together. Yeah. It wasn't incitement or nothing. And he's actually been impeached by the people that are supposed to be the rule makers in the whole of the land. It's incredible. Well, you know, it, it, I mean, I, 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 watched the, I watched the CNN video. That one I saw. I don't think I saw the other one yet. I don't know how I missed oh. that. 
I think it comes back to you on a sailboat and that whole yeah, issue. Yeah, I think I was. Well, I did spend that entire day, uh, so I can deny, I was in international waters the entire day that that um, uh, episode at the Capitol took place. So unless it would have been via ham radio, I wasn't connected to any. But Jay, there was four, there's four other videos, separate videos, of them showing police, police actually doing this, telling the, the people to come in. Yeah. Now, what I can't understand about this is you've got Nancy Pelosi and, well, obviously, th- there's two things that just are mind-blowing. There's whatever it is, 25,000 troops out there, right? Everybody knows this has been a complete ruse. The whole world has seen it as a complete ruse. And yet Nancy Pelosi says that the place was stormed stormed and i said mm-hmm. so i saw the stuff on cnn where they're showing the crowds jostling in and and the guy's saying oh no, no, no look what's happening look what's happening and actually if you actually watch the clip without the voice nothing was really happening but he was actually making it sound as if it was happening it was incredible it oh was yeah incredible. I, I, <clears> the see get over it actually i i think one of the things that we uh um uh, I think, uh, again, this just goes back maybe to kind of reinforce what I said before. And it is literally that. So there's two kinds of media that you need to fear right now. One is the media that tell you what you want to hear. Right. And the other one is the, the people that are that you that we now know have um had no problems whatsoever carrying out uh, just a, a, a random set of lies, maybe not random, that's the wrong word, uh, but have carried on narratives that were known lies for some undetermined length of time, but we know it's at least four and a half years. And, and it, I mean, if you read anything out of the, the, the documents that were released over the last few weeks that the, that the Senate Judiciary Committee put out, <clears throat> we, uh, and we know that a, that a good number of the members of the media, uh, especially the D.C. media, were apprised of what that information was, um, that they, they repeated something that they knew was not false because it fit their, uh, the narrative that they wanted to present, which was you mean that, they repeated it because they knew it was false. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got to interrupt this. We'll be back. Roll yep. out. Hey, Truett, Andrew Henderson, Trent Luce, the stand at Paxton County. It kind of shares this story that we're talking about here. It's <laughs> a movie on Netflix, the stand at Paxton County, more roll out after this. Welcome back to Truth Only the Truth. So help me God. Roll route. Trent Luce, Andrew Henderson, Jay Truett. Okay, I gotta change the tenor here just a bit because I'm just I'm I'm just the cat. I gotta scratch the itch. Go Jay, you have been for people that don't know, how many years have you been involved in uh, lobbying and involved in policy direction and things like that? Yeah, probably uh, 25, something like that, a little more. So I uh, wanted to to the late eighties. First time I went to DC. 30 since, years. Since you left Missouri under the threat of a lawsuit. Right. Multiple lawsuits. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only know about the one I put against you, but anyway, uh, so it, it doesn't seem normal to me that Joe Biden, 
who most of the world thinks is going to be president tomorrow. We're not talking about that. What, what I want to talk about, it seems to me that he is more than normally aggressive in getting people that he knows is going to irritate the opposite side and, <laughs> and, and forcing and talking about forcing these policies almost like he's gaslighting. Am I reading more into that or it just seems like he's way ahead of where he should be and he hasn't touched the Bible yet? Well, I, you know, uh, certainly there's like a half a dozen people that are, that are, uh, nominees that are, uh, fire breathing dragons, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, got, uh, Don't miss your words, Jay. Don't miss well, but your, your CEQ inside the, uh, White House is the, the person that is known to have started the whole waters of the U.S. kind of, Right. Uh, uh, process in the past, and I, I, and I. This is going to sound like I'm a little bit of a tinfoil hat uh, kind of person when I say this, but I actually really did see that as like one of the biggest power grabs um, that that maybe ever took place in the U.S. Certainly since we did the transcontinental railroad initiatives and all of those sorts of things, um, and the fact that. It gave the government the ability to walk up your uh, uh, back 80 and look around, right, and and to see what was uh, on the other side of your fence without you having any authority to stop or do that, uh, anything about it. And that opened up the door then for them to control everything else that was going to take place on your property. And, uh, again, we've talked about things in the past that make the United States unique in the world and our property rights laws um, are not not unique in the fact that a lot of places in the world actually have property rights laws but ours um, were some of the original ones that were given to individuals of non-status people that didn't hold status right you didn't have to have status to have property in the United States you could acquire it no matter who you were uh, even at one point Native Americans owned property. My my ancestors in Mississippi owned a, a, a pretty fair amount of farm ground north of Jackson, Mississippi, and um, they really weren't even citizens of the U.S., but we allowed all kinds of things. I say that only then to just go and look at some of the other examples. I mean, you know, I don't know how you explain Susan Rice uh, uh, being a part of anything. Well, I think Susan, right? I think you're going to find I've I've got. I'm not going to say it on air, just in case I, I perjure myself. But I think Susan Rice has been dealt with. Well, but I what I'm, my suggestion but, is but, that no matter Andrew, no matter what we think is is or going to happen, I do. I'm trying to understand the logic of why this guy would would do what oh, he's I doing. He no, I think he did it on purpose. And I I don't think I actually uh, I think what you should be concerned about is that it's not gaslighting. Um, this is the continuation of the transformation um, that he was a part of uh, in the eight years during Obama. Now, there's going to be a bunch of liberals that like it because the rest of that transformation includes, you know, full-fledged participation in Paris Climate Accord, transgender laws. He's going to sign in the Equality Act. He's going to uh, do this, that, and the other. Gonna destroy the NRA. Uh, and And, you know, I think... Truthfully, I don't know how you get around it other than just to say 
the the simple fact is is that he's going to fulfill those campaign promises that he. Dave, made. have you seen the the three words that um, the globalists uh, leaders are all using at the moment in unison? Have you have you picked it up? Because there is a, there's a there's a there's a tagline they're all using. Your Canadian Prime Minister Joe Biden, our Prime Minister Miss Miss Merkel um, um, from from Germany. Of course, as you probably know, seven of the European stroke uh, um, Middle Eastern governments have collapsed in the last week. But apart from that, they're all using three words: build back better. Yeah. Go and check it out. Now, this is all part of the Great Reset. I, I And it's not no coincidence because I've noticed how they do it as well because our Prime Minister is doing it one in every two presentations he does. The Canadian Prime Minister, I'm telling you now, he uses it every time I see him speak. He, he's been that way the whole time. And, and Tony Blair, who is, um, well, he's our version of Barack Obama because he was in power... Um, mm-hmm. And he, he said all the right things and did nothing. By the way, he was in Jeffrey Epstein's black book. Jay Truitt, on the other hand, is not. No, I'm not. But the no, point I, I read every name. Well, yeah. I, I, I'm, and I know you've pointed out that quite a lot of them were British. I, I know you've, I had to, I had to. Half of the people it. in Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein's black book are from England. Go figure, Jay. Which, which explains maybe all the rest of the story, honestly. Yeah, go on, go on, Jay. No, go on, go on, Jay. Expand. No, I'm just saying it's all on you now. No, because I'm Scottish. You don't have to talk to me about I'm Scottish. I'm not English. (laughs) Oh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he's Scottish. Now he gets. Now he gets quiet. I'm Scottish, just like your president. Thank you very much. So, as much as I'm a capitalist. You, you see things happening like London. Let's just take London, this financial institution and this accumulation of old wealth. Yeah. Jay, it's not hard for a capitalist to become a corrupt capitalist with you when you have old wealth and you don't have to work hard for what you have. The Rothschilds, yeah. the Rothschilds. That's where it, you were right, by the way. I did some homework on what you said yesterday, Mr. Luce, and for a change, you were absolutely on the money. Hold on, oh, no. I gotta put that mark on my wall. Yeah. yeah. All right. And, and and to be fair, the guy, the guy, I, I looked into the death as well that's been announced, right? And to be quite honest with you, it's really interesting. It said that he'd had a heart attack, but then when you looked at it, actually, nobody knows where he is. Yeah. Um, and um, he he was in the black book. I might add. And that is very, very interesting because him and the guy, did, did, Jay, did you know, hear about the, the guy that made the, the sweet and low sweetener? Yeah. So he's another one. But um, I don't know what his connection is. And, and also Sandals, you know, the guy that ran this, the, you should know, Jay, because you're in those circles <laughs> sailing with <laughs> these people. Um, hey, he went, oh, the guy, the, the guy that owns Sandals, he's, He's mysteriously died, um, yeah. And so, uh, oh, and the guy that the guy that wrote all the Marvel comics as well, he's mysteriously died. Very interesting because all of a sudden I've started noticing things I didn't. Maybe it's because I'm looking for yeah. it, but I'm. It has yeah. just bounced out at you. All right, that, Jay. So I question, think. Uh, I think. No, I still think though, uh, Trent. Your point. Um, 
uh, or I, uh, what I understood your question really to be is that are we are we really headed there or is this just some sort of a um, deal? No, I actually think um, that their intention is to push. I do think that the Georgia uh, election results and the certification of that runoff election uh, obviously uh, put a lot of wind behind uh, what Joe Biden can get done. Um, it, it tomorrow yeah. it changes who the majority leader is in the Senate, right? And et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's huge. Um, huge. That's huge. And it is a big thing. Yeah. And uh, I, I was a little bit, I was a little bit amazed that uh, Biden didn't did, did not take the high road on the Trump impeachment in the first place. But I, I, I the because the high road would have been, hey, folks, listen. Let's uh, let's investigate it first, right? Let's let's do the normal DC dance, right? Let's do a study, and and then we'll analyze all the people that were in there and why that man wears horns on his head, you know, and why these other guys have the certain tattoos that they do or don't have, etc. Why would a CNN reporter uh, be involved in in actually embedded with? what some people would refer to as domestic terrorists. Um, and so how is that, right? How can Project Veritas be um, uh, so wrong in some people's mind and those same people are embedding themselves with uh, uh, with domestic terrorists? And you... Uh, and we is- are embedded with domestic terrorists, J. Trump. We'll continue <laughs> to answer that question. No, Andrew... Lone Creek Cattle Company providing the opportunity to add value and capture the value in the beef cattle that you produce. Get more details about the certified Piedmontese system. All calves verified through Neogen to make sure that that tenderness gene is there. LoneCreekCattleCo.com. Contact Marlon Will. Second half of Rural Route right after this. Welcome back to Rural Route. We're not straying from where Jay was going with an embedded CNN reporter, Andrew. So we have half the show left. Uh, I will say this. I'm, I'm going to come back to this because you missed where I was going with my question, Jay, but I, I like where you're headed because it's what you're thinking. So it, it's intriguing that a CNN reporter is embedded with a bunch of people who ultimately caused the impeachment of the president. Go on. Yeah. Go ahead with that. No. And I, and, and so I, what I guess what I am saying was that I think probably there is, a, um, like always in Washington, D.C., um, you float a trial balloon, and if it comes back positive, then that's, your, that's where you go, right? Um, and they realized that the media was going to play along with a more aggressive pattern here, and so uh, a more aggressive set of actions, and so they take them. Um, Republicans tend to... Uh, Run from shadows, uh, you know. I mean, um, they uh, speak big and carry a feather. Uh, uh, talking Theodore about Roosevelt this, line. Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, talking speak about that. carry a big stick. Well, yeah, talking about that, Mrs. Lofer, the one that lost in Georgia. Have you seen? I, try and explain this to me. There's two things that you've you've gone through all this and said. Okay, they're perhaps a bit um, keen to get this impeachment through the, the house, right? But the thing is about this, they, they spent a lot of time and, and everybody says that the reason they've tried to do it is that they've tried to do it so that the president can't run again for another four years 
because he's been impeached twice. Okay, but everybody, anybody with half a brain now knows that if they actually go through with the um, Congress impeachment, it's going to be blown out of the water. It's got no chance. Anybody Correct. knows that it's got no chance, but they are going to carry on doing it. So you have to say to yourself, I'm going to say it. They knew. They've known for a week or so the game's up, actually. Jay, they have. You're going to find that out. They've known that the game's up. This yeah. has just been a complete stage thing because it, nothing makes any sense anymore because at the end of the day, why were they doing it in the first place? Because they've got all this stuff to worry about with the pandemic, um, paying people that are you know really need money at the moment. And then they went through that whole process. It was just uh, some form of stalling wrecking ball, I can see, because at the end of the day, and what I can't understand is you've got a woman there that was being supported by the president, stood there and said how great he was, said that she saw and knew that there'd been election interference because a few people ran into the into the Capitol and sadly, one of Trump's followers has been killed, just remember that, and she then decided that because of that she wasn't going to stand up against electoral fraud. The two things aren't even related. They're not yeah. even related. So what on earth was that woman doing? Does anybody understand no, I, that? The, yeah. I, for the life of me, I don't understand that. I think, uh, so to go back through the comment that you just made, I think, and, and that Trent started off with, no, I don't think there's any chance that the Senate will uphold the sentence. Um, I do think, though, to answer part of your question, Andrew, I do think... And, and this is just from uh, from a process standpoint. I don't think the Senate can just not decide not to to take up an impeachment document. Uh, I don't know what the ruling would be there. I believe if they're presented with the with the impeachment from the House, it's one of the things that they have. It stays there. Uh, uh, it, it was delivered before this Congress, and the best I can get people to explain to me, it's not one of the thing. It's not one of the resolutions that ends on the date of the end of the session. Yeah. So the, the, the difficulty is that the guy that did it, the, the guy that defended the president last time, I, I watched him just last night, uh -huh. and he yeah. said he said the problem with this is that um, the the president tried for this has to be tried overseen by the head but by, by chief justice chief justice roberts but Correct. he's not the president anymore so there's a whole lot of issues here about actually who is jurist who's who's got jurisdiction over this yeah. in the first place because he's not right. the president so you're impeaching right. him for something he's not doing Correct. Really, really weird. But yeah, uh, it is really it, weird. And and he was impeached the first time for something he didn't do. That's not a new correct. story. It's the same right. story. No, 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 no. I know that. But at the end of the day, this is. Listen, you can be. Surely, you're not going to tell me both of you. Uh, this worries me. If you're going to tell me this, surely, if you prove that there was absolutely no grounds for somebody to be impeached, are you telling me he can't be unimpeached? Are you? You you cannot be unimpeached. What? So you know the guy's innocent, but he's still guilty. Yeah, no, there's, oh, he's there's not guilty. no. The, Just and, because the house goes through this dog and pony show doesn't make him guilty. No. So, uh, so why should he still be impeached then? In, impeached is indicted by Congress, basically. Maybe that's an easier way for people to actually. Yeah, exactly. By your theory, you could just make up any 
string of allegations you like. Do it twice and he can never be president again. No. So, so listen, the whole do it twice thing, I, I don't know where people came up with that, but none of that is actually accurate. Oh, right. The, 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 Senate, the Senate is allowed to hand down three, basically three different sentences. One of them is innocent, one of them is guilty, and one of them could include potentially a ban from further service of office. There's some middle ground in, in the middle of all of those things, and that's on all impeachments, including the impeachment of a, of a federal justice, right, or of somebody else uh, that impeachment also applies to. It's not just the president. Um, but um, the reality is, is that it's possible for you to uh, – there's lots of things that the Senate could have – could do, right? What, they so what, what's the motive then? Well, I, it, the the Democrats' motive is that they want to stop this movement that Trump represents all across America. Well, it, so it, 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 it's having the opposite effect. It's having the opposite effect because everybody can see that it's not fair. He didn't incite anything, and that um, in actual fact. He's probably gone up in everybody's credibility rather than down because he's been completely wrongly done by. Yeah, I what you know what history will write that here in a few weeks. Right. It takes a few weeks for impeachment poll ratings to actually turn around one way or pro or con. But the, the reason I the reason I say this is that this president, right, all he was trying to do because nobody in your legal system. Nobody in your in your judicial system, nobody in your House of Representatives or in your in, in your House of Congress, not one person looked at the most mind blowing level of, of of fraud that the rest of the world was watching. Not one person in America said we need to look at this properly through the courts. In fact, I don't know whether you know this, guys, but yesterday the person who certified the Georgia results was sacked. Did you know mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Now, at the Sack. end of the day, what does that mean? Well, lost their job. Okay. Put on the dole. Put on the dole. Okay. So, the whole world, I was speaking to somebody earlier this morning. The whole world has watched this and says, oh, none of, none of these um, claims must have been true because nobody ever looked at them. And I'm thinking, no, it's actually the opposite of that. Nobody can understand why nobody looked at them. You know? Yeah, I still agree with that, right? And I, I'm one of those people that I, uh, uh, well, I approach. Trent asked earlier about the uh, how long I've been uh, button heads in Washington D.C. And the the one thing that I learned was that you can either get caught up in today, or you can figure out how you're going to win tomorrow. Jeez, well. And uh, and the truth is. Uh, if you get caught up in today, you're going to spend all your time chasing your tail and and running around trying to figure out uh, why did I just lose the battle of today? Or I can think about how am I going to win the next ten um, the the next ten issues and and just move forward. And I and I say that to say this that in regards to what you just said, that's the reason that I uh, I've almost become a, a passionate preacher to people about this simple fact. I think uh, uh, so what does make the United States unique is our republic, right? The representative republic. We talked about this last week a little bit. If you aren't going to make sure that your state has proper elections and proper authority, we don't, we don't really need the federal government to do anything. We need states to do it. Now, right. I don't 
have, I have no doubt that Illinois won't do it, right? And uh, I wish they would, uh, but Chicago's votes always are going to outpower the, the outstate. Uh, but for about 36 states or so, 37 states, we still have the ability uh, as rural people uh, at the end of the road, the last mailbox uh, on the list, we have the ability to change our state legislatures and to impact and influence our state, state legislators. And we should use that power now to make sure that each one of us, our own state elections, are up to snuff and that we have components included in that that matter, right? Let, Auto- Instead of doing three counts, do forensic analysis of the vote, right? Every time. Just make it every time. Jay, Jay, this is the thing I want to ask you because I agree with every word you said, by the way, and it makes an awful lot of sense. That if that was, if I could be uh, on the inside, if I'm sure that that was going to happen, I would say, well, that that that's great because that's bringing democracy back to your country. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the question I also want to ask you, and, and I'm going to throw a bomb in here because, I, I, you know, let's get this thing really in the air. Um, you look at those people that are governors and congressmen and um, uh, people like McConnell, like Joe Biden, they're, in, they're in, a, in a part of your political system where they don't have fixed terms, aren't they? They're in a, the gravy chain train that goes on and on and on, aren't they? They're long-term basically career politicians is that would that be correct in explaining it that largely way? fair i think yeah okay um, so he's only thing. been an elected official for 47 years andrew i don't think you can make that assessment it's not permanent yeah so okay so i want to tell you something have you look these are allegations so i'm going to have to make the use the words allegedly now but have you seen the allegations that have come out on Benghazi yesterday. Because these allegations, alleged allegations, suggest that a bribe was paid of $172 billion to the Iranian government, allegedly. Well, we know they were paid cash. That's not disputed. No, 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 no. You don't. That's not what was stated. What was actually stated. Here's what I'm stating. It's time to say we have one break left. Neogen is creating a DNA fingerprint. Looking at the genomic data of the parent seed stock that you use is the path forward in efficient food production. You want to talk about net zero carbon emissions? Let's see what most efficient animals are, and your genomics have the key footprint for that. Get more details at Neogen. Dot com shining a light on your genetic future. We'll be back with the last segment to roll out right after this. Welcome back to Roll Route. Trent Luce alongside Jay Truitt coming to us from Puerto Rico. So, Andrew so Jay, the, the, so what was suggested yesterday was that um, this um, 172 or whatever, 74 billion dollars was paid as a bribe to the Iranian government. Um, as part of this whole Benghazi alleged incident. And uh, in return, to make sure that nobody ever got to know about it, the um, Iranian government had to supply back cash, $2 billion, to be paid to the politicians in the Senate. Well, see, the good thing is, 
um, that uh, uh, on the list of things that Joe Biden is going to do his first day in office is one of them is to allow the Iranians to actually travel to the United States so they can bring that cash in person. <laughs> you know, there's no, there's none of those awful uh, waiting lines down at the uh, 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 Western Union office, right, where they count out your money in 20s and then they have to stack it up and all of that. It's none of that. All of that goes away. Now the Iranians can just bring it directly. The senator thing, that's why I'm saying the senator thing bugs me. And, I, and to be honest with you, the other thing is that Classified documents, uh, some, some, somehow I don't get this because I would have thought that no president who was involved in that or any administration should be allowed to put those into class, to make them classified and against national security if, it's, if as is alleged, it's so much corruption. It cannot be. What, what purpose would you allow that without the president? You, it's basically a president can do anything. That's incredible, isn't it? Really, if that if that's true, I'm not saying it is. By the way, well, I did, again, I I think uh, so. You'd have to break that down in a couple different ways. My my first thought that comes to mind is is that that becomes part of foreign affairs, and if they had that somewhere in a budget that they could expend it, and it is part of their um, okay, fair point. You know, yeah. there's yeah. there's their state and defense. But it, might, it might save lives. I, I, I get that. I, do get I, I don't that. know. Right. I'm not for I'm going to have to think about that one a lot to, to really go through. We all saw the pictures of the stacks of cash. Right. They got the, they got sent uh, during the whole um, hostage swap and all of that and how all that played out. I think one of the things, sadly, that did get left out of that by people on the on the um, uh, conservative side of the aisle was that. Uh, uh, that wasn't U.S. money. It was Iranian money that we gave back to them, but we had frozen it in our banks. Let's be honest about, I mean, again, that's why I said earlier, one of the most dangerous things that we can do is begin to kind of self-select what media that we and I, believe. And I did use the words allegedly. And I got a great comment, guys, from Catherine Richards, and there's two things that I want to address before we run out of time. And Catherine brings up one of them. Jay alluded to it. Um, Catherine says that every state is run by cities and folks in rural areas have little influence in the state when the city controls it. I live in Nebraska. We certainly understand that over half the population lives in a 40 mile area. We cannot allow this situation to deter us. It reminds me guys of the first time I went to Australia in 2012, the rural folks said, we need somebody like you because we've just been ignoring these city folks for years and now we're, they're suffocating us. Right. If we continue to ignore and say, and, and our issue in Nebraska is property tax and the rural area continues to struggle in getting a voice on the property tax issue. We cannot right. lose. You are right, Trent. I think that's, over, over the, that's definitely happening in the UK. That there's, a, there's, a, there's a separation between the rural communities and the cities. Right. It's complete. And that's the, that's the first job at hand we got to fix is make sure yes, we don't give up and say we can't influence the cities at all. Yeah, absolutely. Jay, and into that? Well, so I just, I just had to look it up. I had to pull it back up to just to make sure. But um, so 24 states – are controlled completely by Republicans, okay? And then of the states that are uh, uh, that are in the kind of that middle ground, mm-hmm. those are all very predictable. Um, a couple of those states, 
would be easy to figure out, uh, Kansas being one of them. Uh, they used to spray for Democrats in Kansas. Um, that's not so much the case anymore today. Um, but, but if you look at the map, you can see where um, um, Kansas should be one of those states as well. Um, um, Kentucky and Louisiana, probably a little tougher in Louisiana. Kentucky, um, though, is kind of a mixed leadership for a whole variety of reasons. Sometimes you have those circumstances where you just don't have anybody good for the GOP to, uh, to win those elections. But um, my point being that we can get over half the states that are still controlled and uh, largely controlled by people that should be interested in an unbiased, fair election. And I'm telling you, you can either, people can either, um, the folks that are out there uh, can either focus on the disappointment that they just experienced, whether that be in the corruption that they believe in or don't believe in, or the way the vote turnout was or wasn't, or that the city people outvoted me again, uh, damn it, you know, I don't, just don't understand why uh, they always do that. Why is their vote counted last and blah, blah, blah. We can, you can have that conversation backwards or you can have that conversation forwards. Okay. You can, it's a, listen, you, I've seen it happen because I've done it. Even when you're in, even when you're in the minority at the state level, if you make a sound argument, and you are willing to commit that over the next four years, I'm going to do this every week. I'm going to call and I'm going to have a calm, rational conversation. I'm going to build a relationship with my own state representative and my own state senator uh, and or my the, the state reps that are in my senator's district. So now you're you're up to three people or four maybe that you that you need to actually talk to. We will leave. Uh, that unicamel state out of this because we don't understand you guys any anyway. either. There's nothing about that system that makes sense. Yeah. My, yeah. my point, though, quickly, Andrew, is just simply this: you can win those battles at the state level over this, the the corruption, the corrupt folks from the city, and and I, I, I it's always been that way. It's always going to be that way. It's not going to get easier 10 years from now than it is today, so you better win this freaking thing now. Yeah. Well, hang on a minute. We can reverse bad policy. We, we can. I, know, I understand that elsewhere in the world it's a lot more difficult that once you take a step off the cliff that you can't get back, but we, ha- we have proven in the past that we could take major stupid missteps and just step right back up on the sidewalk. Prohibition has well, a walk step into the street. Oh, okay. a great example. But, right. Okay, let, let's just, but Jay, let's just talk about the two of you, what you've just said about cities and rural. The information that came out of Italy that was on the front pages yesterday in Italy about your election, uh-huh. about how much, um, um, how much the votes were rigged. Um, listen, guys. Trump won 48 states. So let's just okay. put that into perspective. He won 48 states. They, 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 the evidence shows that they moved 17, they moved votes in 17 states. Now, what I'm going to say to you is, and I'll, 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 again, I'm going to throw one. I don't think, I think the GOP is finished. I actually believe that. I don't think you, I think you will have a new party 
uh, not not run by Trump, but I think the GOP's finished because the GOP um, and a large proportion of the GOP didn't support the per- pe- the person the people were supporting. And I believe there will be a new party and it will not be the GOP. And that is an opportunity because I believe and uh, the evidence I, shows I, me the evidence shows me that if the if he won California, which is what they're suggesting, that shows me that it maybe needs a centrist right party that has a new identity that people can come along with within the city grounds as well as the rural grounds. Jay, Jay, to, to we'll me, never, uh, go ahead. Well, to Sorry. me, this is the same discussion as NCBA doesn't represent my views. I'm going to go start a new or- organization. Right. My, my opinion, we we need the Republican Party to stay in, in check but we need to get the hijack out. We okay. take the people that are upset. You got to assert your influence, get back to the representative Republic and fire, quit reelecting the people that don't represent your views. Okay. That's okay. Well, I'm just saying I'm a registered libertarian, right? That's the last time that I registered in the United States was as a libertarian. It does most represent my political beliefs. With that said though, I would say the same thing Trent did in spades, and that is that if you if you decide if what people decide out of this is that we need to start a new party and we need to um, uh, start by basically splitting the the Republican Party, then please disregard everything I said before, because you just lost control of every state house in the country. I don't. I, 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 we don't. We won't often do this, but I beg to differ there, Jay. Sorry, I, I don't think yeah. I, if it was I me, I couldn't why. vote. I couldn't vote for some of these charlatans that you've got in that party. I could never vote for them. Well, you, so the difference being that, um, uh, and, and again, this is just kind of one of uh, one of the things that I. Uh, sometimes you vote when you bite your tongue, right? And sometimes you vote because your heart uh, feels really great about it, and. Um, uh, so I'll, I'll do this confession before everybody, um, uh, Trent, I think kind of knows this, but, uh, I wasn't really a big, uh, Donald Trump fan. Um, I, honestly, for even like the first six months of his term, Neither was uh, I, did not, I did not support him during the primary. Uh, I worked for Ted Cruz's campaign. Um, and, um, uh, I don't apologize for that. It is what it is, right? I looked at the people and I was trying to pick somebody that I thought would do was a bad political judgment. All of that is kind of irrelevant now, right? Obviously Trump won. And so Ted Ted Cruz, I would still, if he was part of a party, Ted Cruz has has been a a loyal Republican. uh, I agree. I agree. Uh, No issue with Ted Cruz. 45 seconds, Jay. No, my point point is, well, my point is real simple that uh, when you get to the general election, you can do whatever you like in the primary election, but you should prepare yourself for the fact that you're eventually going to have to run a general election as well. And we we have got to stop be, trying to outsmart ourselves and just understand how the process works, really study it. Uh, our founding fathers in, 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 in included in their original documents the need for us to to be active participants of the system. You're going to have to be active, but that doesn't mean that you pretend like it works the way you want it to. It works the way it works. You've got to work within that. 
Okay, okay, and that's a fair comment. That's a very fair yeah. comment. That will be the final comment of this rural route on what could be a historic day. I happen to believe it will be. So For I. Jay Truitt, Andrew Henderson, Trent Luce, we remind you, all roads do lead to a rural route. Not a-